Hi, Rachel here from the NYC Godcast, where we offer wacky wisdom weekly from God's Word. On today's episode, we're going to look at God's promises to Abraham and what our part is in his promises. took a look at Noah and how he was obedient to even the craziest circumstances. Mm-hmm. God Annihilation. Annihilation. <laughs> I had to, I had to, to say that way too. Uh, God would send a flood, though it never had rained before, and would take care of Noah and never flood the earth again. Mm-hmm. That was the promise mm-hmm. that he received. This yeah. week we're going to be looking at God's promise to Abraham. Mm-hmm. So from the beginning, Abraham was obedient to God. Abraham was introduced to us, and then like, just literally like a couple verses later, God was asking him to trust him. Mm-hmm. Genesis 12, 1 through 3 says, Now the Lord had said unto Abraham, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, unto a land that I will shew thee. And I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee, and make thy name great. And thou shalt be a blessing, and I will bless them that bless thee, and curse them that curseth thee. And in all the shall all families of the earth be blessed. Mm-hmm. So Abraham packed up, took his wife and his nephew, and did as God had said. At this point, Abraham was already 75 years old. Um, Abraham and Sarah could have been married maybe like 50 years Mm -hmm. or so, um, because they got married pretty young back then. Um, And they had had no children yet. Mm. And then God tells them in Genesis 15, 4 through 6, And behold, the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, This shall not be thine heir, but he that shall shall come forth out of thine own bowels shall be thine heir. Mm -hmm. And he brought him forth abroad and said, Look now toward heaven and tell the stars if thou be able to number them. And he said unto him, So shall thy seed be. Mm -hmm. And he believed in the Lord and he counted it to him for righteousness. Mm -hmm. So it says, um, came to him saying that this shall be from thine. He had a servant boy. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't think I said his name. And Abraham was like... Like maybe this guy, like this guy could be could be the one. And yeah. God's like, no, no, no. It's gonna be a real one. Yeah. So God promised Abraham that a great nation will come from his family, but there was one problem. He'd been married for many years and had no children. So Abraham tried to make sense of it mm-hmm. and was like, this guy, right? And God's like, no, it's gonna come directly from your bloodline. So then Sarah hears of this problem, knowing that she, this promise, and she hadn't had any children to this point. So she tries to make the promise come true on her own. Mm -hmm. So she gives her handmaid Hagar to Abraham Mm -hmm. and Hagar conceives. Then this upsets Sarah and caused a lot of family tension. Uh, The baby was born and named Ishmael, who he did come from Abraham, but Mm -hmm. it wasn't the child that God was meaning when he said the promise. Mm -hmm. I think that's the funny thing is that... We look at the story and we're like, that's ridiculous. Why would you do that? But that's what exactly what we do. Mm-hmm. Everyday life. We're always like trying to make we're trying to figure out how to make God's plan work, even mm-hmm. though God's already doing it. We just yeah. need to listen to him and we're like, Oh, we can put this puzzle piece. He's like, I don't even need that puzzle piece. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. it, it takes no faith or trust when you make it happen. Yeah. Right. And like so the only reason to have faith or trust in God and his plan is by not doing it yourself. And yeah. you know what I mean? Like you don't need God if that was this plan. Like yeah. I just really find it funny that it's like here you can have this why did you do that like she's like instantly yeah so much could be said there but imagine god like sitting in heaven as his perfect plan is unfolding and then someone like comes into his office like guys you're not going to believe what they did down there (laughs) what they settled for an aldi's promise (laughs) man god like give that deep sigh humans let me go fix this So then a few years later, Abraham, Abraham. 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 
Jenkins. Had many sons, had many sons. Had Father Abraham. In the head, now they're going to know. <laughs> so he's now 99 years old, and God comes to him again in Genesis 17. 2 through 7 and says, I will make my covenant between me and thee and will multiply thee exceedingly. And Abraham fell on his face and God talketh with him saying, as for me, behold, my covenant is with thee and thou shalt be a father of many nations. Neither shall thy name any more be called Abram, but thy name shall be Abraham. For a father of many nations have I made thee and I will make thee exceedingly fruitful and I will make nations of thee and kings shall come out of thee and I will establish my covenant between me and thee and thy seed after thee in their generations for an everlasting covenant to be a God unto thee and to thy seed after thee. So just as Jamie said, we're the same as Abraham today. God gives us these grand promises and we try to make sense of them in a human way first just mm-hmm. like him offering his steward like yeah. this guy could do it like we're like okay god i see this is a great promise we could we could make this like, happen this, this way is this what you yeah. meant by that yeah. promise? Exactly. you know we try to make sense of it or we try to make it in our own efforts but just like a different abraham it makes a big mess and it led to sin and mm-hmm. the family was just it was awkward yeah. <laughs> awkward in <and> a mess <laughs> So we think if we you No, know, I don't think Veggie Just has a version of that story. They don't have a version of that story. <laughs> uh, we think if we just pray enough, if we just go to church enough, if we're a really good person, mm-hmm. that that'll be enough. There's nothing that we could ever do to be enough on our own. It's mm-hmm. 100% through and by Jesus that we can have salvation. Mm-hmm. So just just like Sarah, she was old, but to be that old and never had a kid, it was extremely unlikely to suddenly have one after 74 years yeah. of trying. So it was obvious that it was nothing that Abraham and Sarah did that they suddenly just had a baby. The baby came from God. Um, After telling them that they would have a baby, God also commanded something of them. Every boy... I, I had a thought. So, oh, no. uh, you know, you're talking about, like, I, I thought this earlier, but the, when you said that, it just kind of made sense. So, like, it was kind of like... Sarah and Abraham were trying to to see God under every bushel, like mm-hmm. under every stone. Yeah. Like, oh, that's God. Maybe that's God. Yeah. And and yet, like you said, like when when God worked, yeah. like it was obvious, yeah. only God. Yep. Yeah. And like that should be true in all of our lives. Like, how often we're we like, oh, it's sunny now, it's rainy. This must be God. Yeah. Or like, <laughs> yeah. oh, the the song changed on the radio to the next song. Like, oh, that must be God. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we yeah. like, oh, there he is. Oh, there. He is. And we're like. You know, we don't need God for that. And like, I, I just think it's so evident, like in these stories from the Bible, that when God moves, it's evident and obvious that yeah. it's God. Now, is God in the everyday moments, uh, you know, in the story uh, of Elijah, he wasn't in the wind, he wasn't in an earthquake, he wasn't in the fire, yeah. he, he was in the still small voice. And so we know God does do small things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But as far as when it comes to faith, like, some things just happen by naturalness, yeah. and, and, and sometimes we like to, we become superstitious yes. in our faith. Yeah believing that every little thing is a movement of God and he's trying to show us something. It's like the whole thing of like when you're like people that don't have like a reading plan and they just open the Bible and they're like, this is exactly what I need right right now. Even though they may not, you may just need a reading plan. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to fill their Bible with sticky notes that says you need a reading plan. So wherever it falls. (laughs) Go get a reading plan. Get a reading plan. I was very guilty of that at one point in my life. I would just be like, I don't know. I just want to read the Bible today. And I'd be like, boom. Okay. Start reading right there. And, the problem with that is, is is that, like, rarely is it the first verse. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? It's, 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 you know what I mean? You start reading it, and then you 
because you don't want to go backwards and read, like yeah. you then have to like fill in the blanks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. And that leads to like You're not getting the full context. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that leads to you not having full context. And then because in your mind God told you to read this mm-hmm. and then you translate it into you something yeah. you you know, and then you and then what's worse is you tell somebody else. Yeah, like God told me to read this. Yeah. And this is what it said. And it, it's just Well one of the um one of the things that we like to compare God's word to is a letter from God to us. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. and don't take that too far. But like we like to say, it's it's like his message to us. It is God's word yeah. to man. Mm-hmm. And so it would be no different than like if God wrote us a handwritten letter, long distance postage, mm-hmm. but he gets it to Thanks. us. And like, instead of like starting at dear Josh mm-hmm. and sign sincerely God, we just pick a sentence yeah. in the middle and say, exactly. oh, that's what he's saying to me today. Yep. Like, that's yeah. not going to make any sense at yeah. all. And you have no idea what he said to get you to that point. Yep. And uh, that's exactly what happens when you do that. And that, why that came out in this podcast, I have no idea, but I'm not to swing that someone needed it. In, yeah. in, in summary, it takes God to make a baby at 75 years old. Yes. 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 Well, I think the thing is, is that God's promises are so grand and so amazing that we're so desperate to get them. Exactly. Yeah. And, yeah. Well, and, and the thing is, it, it like, I don't mean this to come out the wrong way, but it, his ways work easily when we let them. Yeah. yeah. Like we're working so desperately grasping for straws to yep. make something of God when he's like, just let me do my plan. Yep. <laughs> just yep. obey me. Yep. Tell us what Spurgey says. <laughs> so after telling them they had to have a baby, God also wanted something from them. Every mm-hmm. boy among Abraham, whether it was bloodline or bought, they were to be circumcised. Um, I was looking up. And I found a sermon that was, I had to read it. I, I, just, say, I hope sure you didn't listen was, to it. I thought no. you were going to say you heard a sermon by Spurgeon. No, I read it because yeah. it was wrote out. So this is a little thing couldn't from. Have, you couldn't have heard him. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So this is from, this is a small portion of uh, from Charles Spurgeon. Circumcision indicated to the seed of Abraham that there was a defilement of the flesh in man, mm-hmm. which must forever be taken away, or man would remain impure and out of covenant with God. Now, beloved, I don't really speak that way, but, uh, <laughs> there, must, <laughs> there must be, in order for our sanctification to Christ, a giving up, a painful relinquishing of things as dear mm-hmm. to us as right eyes and right hands. Mm. There must be a denying of the flesh with its affections and lusts. We must mortify our members. There must be a self-denial. If we are to enter upon the service of God, the Holy Spirit must pass a sentence of death and cutting away upon the passions and tendencies of corrupt humanity. Mm. So Heavy. I thought that was just an easier way to bring in it's, that. It's a good good quote. I'd like to hear that whole sermon. Yeah. Uh, but you can't hear it. Can you read the whole sermon? <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Spurgeon could have sounded like Rachel. We don't know that. I you know, feel yeah. like not. I agree. I would laugh uh, if he did. You <laughs> <laughs> would what? Laugh. Okay. I feel as if there's someone who reads his like sermons, you know, like uh, like a audio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like like one person, that's their job. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So who are you? I play the voice of Charles Spurgeon. <laughs> yeah. 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 You're the Spurgeon guy. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. I think that I mean exactly what he said. Like the the New Testament talks about the exact same thing. It talks about a, a circumcision of the heart. Mm-hmm. And what that means is a cutting away of our old man desires to uh reveal our new man desires, yeah. right? So getting rid of carnality, getting rid of the flesh is a sign. It's a symbol. It's an acknowledgement that you are one of his. Yep. Well, it was the same thing here in the Old Testament with real circumcision. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a promise of covenant, a promise that you were God's. It was yep. proof that you were his, that you were his, you were bought uh, and belonged to him as a possession. Yep. Uh, but how many people today want to claim the promise of being his mm-hmm. without the cutting process yes. that proves you're his. Yeah. Um, and so like Abraham would have, that would have been foreign to him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, and Abraham's descendants. Um, I read a thing recently. It's like everybody wants the blessings, 
but nobody wants to sacrifice. In, in yeah. other words, as humanity, yeah, heap on all the blessings on me, yeah. but I'm not giving up nothing. Yeah. Like, you, yeah. you know what I mean? Which really goes to your Sunday school lesson. So I thought you were going to talk about this, but you didn't. didn't. So I'm going to make glad you, to disappoint gonna you. Make you talk I'm about this. So one of the things, so we're talking about promises this month, right? Yes. Okay. We're talking about promises still this there. month. Okay. It's still February. Uh, we're talking about promises this month. And like we talked about Noah last week. I'm not sure what we'll talk about next week. Uh, but this week we're talking about Abraham. Mm-hmm. What's unique about Abraham's promise is that he would never see it fulfilled. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So God comes to Abraham and he says, your descendants will be as many as the stars of the sky. Um, and yet Abraham would only see Isaac. Yeah. Um, which is so interesting because like we think a promise in order, like in order for us to bank on a promise, we have to see the see eventual the proof. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See it to the end. That wasn't the case with Abraham. And yet he believed it and it was accredited to him as righteousness. Right. So it was proof of his faith. Yep. Um, and so he believed God so much in that promise, even though he'd never see it. And like, yeah. how many of us would have given up by age 76? You yeah. know what I mean? Like yep. would have given up before it was ever taking place. Yeah. Uh, but we know, you know, once they get to Egypt, they're going to multiply and they will be as many as the stars of the sky. In fact, okay. that's why, that's why Pharaoh boots them out. There's too many. Um, and so TMI, TMI. slow it down. Uh, I'm sorry. You're doing what you did last week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You didn't really do it last week. You're spoiling stuff. Oh, no. No. <laughs> did you read the text messages? No. What text messages? Are you talking about Moses? No. no. Yeah, we sent them on every Oh, week. yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> they have a group chat that I've been deleted from, apparently. This is how we tell you you're no longer part of the podcast. <laughs> Just, he goes out from underneath the table. <laughs> So to receive God's promises, we have to give up our comforts, our wants, and be fully given to him. This is such a small price to pay in comparison to what he gives us. Abraham's promise was sort of a big deal. Mm, A whole nation uh, in which Jesus would come from was Mm -hmm. from this promise. And God would bless all people of all nations from the same promise, from the Mm -hmm. same. Yes. So when God says he's going to do something, we need to just obey and let him do the work and great things will. Don't offer Ishmael's. Don't offer Ishmael's. Don't laugh about it either. Yeah. So get a whole name about that. Here's a cliffhanger. Let's see what oh Jamie's theological approach is. Oh, no. Why did Zachariah go mute for laughing, but Sarah didn't? Because men have it harder, man. <laughs> <laughs> and her address is <laughs> something, something. Uh, it's a weird road. It's just like it's seven directions. Long, it's yeah, it's such name. a long address. Like seven the, directions in it. Well, like the number is long. Well, even the road name's like hyphen. Yeah. It's porf- Portage River. Portage River. Porf- porf- a porpoise. A purpose porpoise. Eating porridge on the river. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> but was it perfect or was it too hot or too cold? Well, perfect starts with a P, so. <laughs> perfect porridge for a porpoise on the Portage River. <laughs> Someone called Mother Goose. <laughs> and I'm coming, Mama. <laughs> oh, we got to see this. Follow that one. Okay, my job here is done. Just to think, I tell the life-wise kids to watch these podcasts. <laughs> oh, Draven, if you are there, shout oh, out to yeah. Draven. Yes, Hello. Yes, yes. Thank you for commenting and thank you for tuning in. And if you're not still here, come back. Yes. Well, come back. They know that you said that. Someone called Draven. <laughs> <laughs> tell him to come back. <laughs> So today's considerable quote also came from Spurgey. Happy is he who believes the promise and feels assured in its fulfillment to himself in due time, leaving all else in the hands of infinite wisdom and love. And then the featured content. Oh, I couldn't find it. I see it's, it's, it's gray. gray. Yeah. 
Mm. That gray will get you. Uh, <laughs> is Promises by Maverick City Music. Oh, I have my own stuff. You didn't, he didn't click away from it. He did. I did. Okay, so last week's trivia. Mm-hmm. 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 Was that where you were getting? That's what I was getting. Okay, I'm so sorry. I don't even remember the question. It was how old was Noah oh. when he died, yeah. I believe, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And the answer yeah. was C950. Mm-hmm. He was 950 years old. Um, I think long life. Mom was the first one to get mm-hmm. it right. Was it? Mm-hmm. I believe. That's a long time. It is. Yeah, it's a very long, long time. Yeah, it is a long time. I don't think I would want that. 50 is a long time. Yeah. Add 900 to that. No, no. I kind of feel Such as though, like, people in the Bible, like, when you said that they married young, mm-hmm. and I was like, they were 25, <laughs> that's right. not really young. But, yeah. but Compared that's to 950, point, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it's, it seems as though maybe they were just eating healthier, but people in the Bible just lived longer. Ken Ham, Anson Jones, yeah. have a whole theory on yeah. that. Like, even even the way rain was produced, like, the lack of rain led to their longevity. Like, it's yeah. a big thing. Yeah, the whole thing. They just absorbed it. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> then it'd be SpongeBob. Let's start conspiracy. <laughs> so you guys obviously know the answer, but did you know the answer to this before? You haven't asked the question. Oh, okay, which of Noah's children was an don't ancestor to uh, Abraham? I, I didn't know okay. this. You did you did? Yeah, they have three. I was going to pull out some random name. Shut but up! I, I, I didn't know. You yeah. should have put. I you should have put Methuselah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to, but I just I couldn't find anything. Read the question again slowly. Which give him the choices. of Noah's children was an ancestor to Abraham? Okay. A. Ham, B. Shem, C. Japheth. Okay. Or D. Methuselah. Like we laughed at that whole question. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Kevin, for making sure our audience uh, actually hears us. All right. So happy birthday. Birthday fingers, uh, Jessica Hatfield, Skylar Ballin, Angela Folks, Debbie Showwater, Micah Tuggle, and Emma Needles. Hmm. What an unfortunate last name. <laughs> <laughs> no. Do we have mail? No. Oh. We had a comment from Draven. Yes. This is exciting. Yes, yes. thank right. you, Draven. Well, thank you, for Draven. Because, like, who's Draven? <laughs> I don't know who Draven is. <laughs> we know who Draven is. Okay. Yes, we know who Draven is. <laughs> All right, so make sure to comment, like, subscribe, share, answer the question, and join us again and register. (laughs) You don't have to register to watch this. Um, You should register for camp because you need to come, uh, but you also should watch this, but you have to register to do that. So to clarify. Mm. There's different things, but do them all. No, they don't have to register. They don't have to watch this to register. No. no. That's what you just said. No, he said, like, you should do that. You should do both. Yeah. Okay. You should register for camp, and you should watch the NYC Godcast, and that's a wrap. But they don't have to be together. Right. But they work better together. <laughs> better, yes. <laughs> All right, see you next week. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. And she made a point to tell me every time the color changed. The <laughs> it's teal. It's turquoise. It's purple. I'm like, I know. I'm aware. <laughs> but we didn't get distracted by it. No. I noticed it a couple times. Did you? I kept myself I controlled. Um, are you next week? No! This is Patrick! Oh.